Jonathan Siemens. Here. Richard Mays. Lance Hines. And myself, Janelle McBride. We do not have a quorum. Uh, Chair McBride, I am trying to make contact to see if anyone is having a problem getting on. Okay, we will wait a few moments then and see what happens. Good afternoon, Debbie. Good, Good afternoon, afternoon, Jonathan. Good afternoon. Thank you all for your time this afternoon. Yes, absolutely. Someone just joined us. Hi there, it's Chris Marsh. Sorry for being late. No worries, welcome. We do have a quorum. I will now turn the meeting over to Greg and Jean for a discussion on a temporary construction easement. And Chairwoman McBride, commissioners, uh, again, thank you so much for joining and I, I apologize for for requesting um, this, this meeting, but I, I think it's important that we, we, we need to continue to move forward. Um, what, what I'm asking for is a consideration slash approval of a temporary construction easement. And and this is, you know, you've got certain projects that you do and, and, and there's certain ones that stick to your head, because, you know, to stick to your mind because they haven't worked as well as you would hope that they that they would have. Um, we started the Gain Street uh, project by asking the commission to approve uh, emergency uh, clause for uh, for procurement uh, in October 202021, um, and uh, since then, and you know, I, I just I, I want to be somewhat light with this, but since then, uh, we've just had a number of delays for one reason or another, and and obviously I can understand um, Entergy's concerns. Um, and we, we've, we've done everything we can to, to try to move the project along to the point where I sent letters basically saying that we needed to get started because we were concerned about the condition of the pipe. Um, where we are now is we're still about three weeks away from completion and uh, Entergy's concern about their risk in, in this, uh, this particular project. And so, um, at this point, what they are requesting is that we go into an agreement on a temporary construction easement. And what I'd like to do is I'd like to have uh, Janelle talk about, I'm sorry, Jean talk about what that means um, and then um, get your feedback on it. Hi, commissioners. This is Jean Block. Um, I'm, I'm in a room with um, a number of the members of our engineering team. Um, also on the call is 
uh, Baxter Drennan. And Baxter is a partner with Hall, Smoot, Booth, and Smith Law Firm here in Little Rock. And he has been um, the outside counsel that I have utilized over the last six months of we, as we have been working tirelessly with Entergy's in-house counsel and outside counsel. Um, so as we move forward and towards the end, if we've got questions, I may call on him to assist. But, but the purpose of the call, as Greg has mentioned, is to um, seek your approval to execute a temporary construction easement with Entergy Arkansas. And I emailed a copy of that easement this morning. And Greg has already touched on the background of this project, but essentially we're upsizing a sewer line from 30 inches to 40, 54 inch along the um, riverfront north of City Hall. And as Greg mentioned last October, you approved a resolution deeming the condition of that pipe an emergency. Um, and the utility has been working earnestly to um, you know, finish this project because of that um, resolution and the condition of the pipe. We did try for um, a number of months to negotiate an easement with Entergy Arkansas. We were not successful because we would not agree to what I have considered burdensome provisions that shifted both risk and um, certain insurance requirements to our utility. I'll note that we are currently working through the process to buy the property, and that is still our intention, but it has taken some time. Um, we expect that we'll, it will take about another two to three weeks. Um, in the meantime, we had notified Entergy CEO that we plan to enter the property and proceed with the pipe installation, again, given the condition of the pipe and that it was deemed an emergency. Last Wednesday, April 20th, our contractor entered Entergy's property and started working. The next day, our council and their council met at the site. Entergy's council informed us that he had the authority to seek an injunction, which is basically a court order requiring us to uh, leave the property. I have no doubt, Baxter has no doubt that the injunction would have been granted because we are trespassing. Um, and had it been granted, I fully expect they would have sought to remove our contractor from the property. And if this had occurred, um, I anticipate that we'd be looking at, at, a, at a two to three week delay before our contractor could proceed with, um, with the project. So faced with this injunction and an extended delay, um, I believe that the utility has no other choice but to sign the temporary um, construction easement until we can finalize the, the purchase of the property. Um, and so the, the, we're here this afternoon to discuss those, um, what I'd call uh, burdensome uh, provisions. When I sent you the construction easement, I highlighted um, two sections of it. Um, and those are the sections that I wanna focus on um, they are certain insurance requirements and an indemnification provision. Um, in short, both of those are things that the utility typically does not agree to, specifically uh, general liability and umbrella liability insurance requirements and an indemnification or hold harmless provision. So let's just take a step back for a moment. 
The utility and all governmental agencies have statutory tort immunity. Um, and this means that we have a legal defense that we can raise if we ever are sued for a tort. And a tort is, there's a number of things that qualifies as a tort, but it could be damage to a person, damage to personal property, negligence. So if we were sued for any one of those things, we would be able to say we have statutory tort immunity. However, um, if a governmental entity has general liability insurance, they lose the ability to claim tort immunity up to the amount of the insurance coverage. And if you had a chance to look at the easement, you saw that that, that amount is $5 million. So um, in plain English, th this means that we could only assort, assert tort immunity for claims above $5 million. And also, because of that tort immunity, it is our standard practice to never agree to indemnify or hold a third party harmless for claims that are made against that third party. And by signing the uh, temporary construction easement, we are essentially agreeing to be responsible for uh, personal and property damage claims or environmental claims related to the property. Um, we're also agreeing that we would not seek anything from Entergy if any claims were made. So in short, we're here today to inform you of the risk that the utility is assuming by signing the temporary construction easement, given that the dollar amounts tied to the risk exceed Greg's spending authority, which is $100,000. However, I'll note that there are three factors which mitigate the risk. The first is the $5 million insurance policy that is in place, which names us as an insured. This would be called upon if an incident occurred and a claim was made. Um, second, regarding any risk of environmental claims being filed, uh, last month the utility um, obtained a phase one environmental study. And from those results, we're confident that there's nothing present on the site which qualifies as a hazardous waste. And if a claim, environmental claim was brought, the fact that we had completed that environmental study would allow us to assert a defense. And then most important, the temporary construction easement terminates, the language in it says that it terminates as soon as we complete the project and restore Entergy's land. And I'm told by our engineering team that that should be done within about 21 days, if not sooner, assuming that there's little rain between now and then. Um, I should note that the insurance requirements would remain in place um, until we sign the, the purchase deed, which again, we're looking, we're hoping for about three weeks. Um, the last point I'll make is um, the, the cost of the insurance. You may be wondering about that. Um, the workers' comp insurance, there, there is no cost. We've had that policy in place. Um, the auto insurance uh, policy, there is no cost. Um, the utility does not intend to have any of its vehicles on Entergy's property, and therefore we won't need to increase our um, coverage for that. And then I'm told that the cost of the contractors um, um, obtaining the general and umbrella liability policies was $15,000. So, 
I've talked a lot. I've, I've said a lot. Um, and I want to open the floor for questions. Um, and again, depending on the nature of the question, I may call on Baxter, a member of our engineering team, to weigh in. And uh, Jean, let me just add, um, Commissioner, um, Commissioners, the reason why we haven't been able to get an easement has been exactly the reason why that Jean just has just explained. So, the, the, I guess the if we're looking at anything on the bright side here is that for us it's 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 a temporary situation. Um, the hope is that um, that we get the pipe in the ground and 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 we should not have any issues. Uh, with any personnel out there, obviously they're 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 concerned about safety and so forth, and and taking care all precautions necessary. Uh, but but at the end, it, it's not something we want to get into. We I, I don't know if we have any other choice. And again, it's a temporary situation for us. I don't have any questions, commissioners. Do you all have any questions? It sounds like this is something that we need to do that um, provided that there isn't going to be um, any extension on what sounds like 21 days um, to get this done that we can get in and out and hopefully not take on any of that risk that we're going to assume and that nothing happens, um, which is typical, I think, of what, what the work that's usually done. So does anyone have any questions? Is the general is the contractor agreeing to the indemnity? The, the indemnity. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I just think I, I was just trying to understand a little bit. I mean, the 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 contractor is providing insurance or will provide, I guess, insurance to. Um, match the requirements of the temporary easement. Is that correct? Is that what I heard? Yes, the, the contractor has obtained, um, actually had already obtained the um, all of the policies. Um, and what they did, what they have done is added us in, as an insured. And the, the contractor will not be a party to this temporary construction easement. So it is just the utility um, assuming that risk. Does that answer your question? Yes. Any other questions? It, it's the it's the wide open identification, including all of the consequential damage and others, that is the um, unhandy part. Yes, I agree. And we are confident, I mean, I think that we are, but maybe we should just say, Gene, how confident are you that this will go off without a hitch and that nothing will, will, will go wrong that would require any of this to actually be put into place? Well, I, you know, um, and I'm, I'm staring at the engineers in the room. Um, I mean, I guess I guess I would add that I mean to the to the degree that we can be confident. The the good news is we are very confident in the contractor that's there um, by the fact that it was an emergency action 
Um, you know, we were able to seek out a very qualified contractor, so we are confident in their abilities um, and we're confident in the progress that they're making um, as it relates to the to the days that that Gene gave. So I think I think given um, the situation, we're as confident as we can be with the contractor. And and um, Chairwoman McBride, Commissioners, again, this is what these contractors do day in and day out. Um, these are just the requirements of of, of energy. Are there any, any other, other questions, questions that we can answer? If not, I'll, I'll share the, the request that we have. So hearing none. Um, what, is the, what is the risk of just waiting until we own the property? So there are a couple of steps. Um, there are at least three steps that I can identify tied to um, purchasing the property. The first is, and, and I don't know if you've, we've discussed this in a meeting, but the utility does not have the authority to own land. We um, all land, even this easement, you'll note in the easement that at the very top it's being conveyed to the city of Little Rock for the use and benefit of our utility. So mm -hmm. first and foremost, we hey, have yeah. to negotiate a, um, a property deed um, that is amenable um, that the city of Little Rock will agree to, amenable to the cities um, that uh, Tom Carpenter um, will agree to. Um, we have negotiated language and we have sent uh, the deed over to the city and we are um, awaiting their response. Um, I, would, I would expect that that will take, you know, at least a week, um, just given what's on their plate um, and the timing of things. The second step is we would bring that uh, purchase back to you, back to this commission. Um, while the dollar amount is not something that will be over Greg's spending authority, the nature of the transaction is such that, and because we very rarely purchase property, um, we would bring this to that. We would bring that action to this commission. Um, you know, so there's the logistics of of scheduling, um, either scheduling an emergency meeting or um, waiting until the May meeting, which I believe is May 18th. Um, once that occurs, this would need to go to the city board for their approval um, and, and getting an item on the city board um, um, is, is not as timely as it is getting it on one of our agendas. So um, that's why I would say, that's why I estimate the two to three week timeline and that's assuming that everything goes flawlessly. And I, and I, I, I think um, I, I'm, I'm in a room with three engineers who um, they and I have been tied at the hip on this issue um, weekly since November and nothing has gone flawlessly. If anything, we've had one issue after another. And so the concern is um, that, you know, the, that delay, 
and the cost of delay um, to the project. And, and, and Hal, or, uh, I don't know if you want to speak anything more to that. Well, it is a cost plus contract. And so that means that um, that at least as far as some of the costs are concerned, they will continue on whether the contractor is working or not. Um, given the timetable, it wouldn't be, it probably wouldn't be feasible to demobilize and leave the site and return. Um, but I think you've summed it up, Gene. I, based off of all of the other negotiations that we have had with them regarding every aspect, I have no confidence that it will go smoothly and that we will, and that we will have Commissioner the Commissioner Siemens, just, just to make sure everything um, has to go flawless, it's really the negotiation part, construction part. Um, it, it's been, it's, it, it, every step of the way there's been issues uh, dealing with uh, energy and, and getting permission and delays and so forth. Um, so staff is correct. Um, the odds of this thing continuing to move forward at a rapid pace uh, to purchase the property. Greg, I think you're Greg, cutting you're up a little bit up. there. Um, I'm sorry, I'm in a, I'm in a place. I, I guess I'm saying that um, it, it, it's it's I don't I don't see purchasing the property in 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 any timely fashion uh, a doable thing. And I'll also add, this is uh, Janelle, I'll also add that from the perspective of the ratepayers in this commission, we already deemed that this was an emergency um, and that there would be catastrophic consequences if we did not finish this pipe. I mean, so much so that um, we went in and, and knowingly trespassed on their property. Um, so I think getting it complete in a timely fashion um, it's a it's a good deal of risk that we're we're taking on, uh, but we're doing that knowing that there's a very low um, possibility that something would go wrong and that we would have to really enact any of that. And so I think just waiting for uh, the purchase of the property would it, you know that that that's. That comes at a consequence to the ratepayer as well, I believe. Any other questions? And did that answer your question, Commissioner Siemens? Well, just it's a as a general rule, I'm kind of with you guys. The um, it's really you know the insurance side of things does not provide. A stumbling block because that's what it's for. It's the indemnification language that's the challenge. And I think Commissioner Siemens, uh, you know, this has certainly been our concern. Uh, but the nice thing is, it, it's temporary for us. We're hoping to be out of there three to four weeks, and um, and and this thing being behind us, the pipe being installed, as well as. Um, our, our liability being pretty much uh, uh, taken care of. Okay. 
So, Madam Chair, if you're ready, I'll, I'll um, make our request. I think we are. Thank you. Okay. So we're requesting the commission authorize the CEO, Greg Ramone, to execute a temporary construction easement with Entergy Arkansas for the North Gaines Entergy Substation Reroute Project. Do I hear a motion to that effect? So moved. A second. Are there, are there any other questions? At this point, I'm also going to do the roll call one more time. I believe we had someone come on, and so I just want to make sure we're clear on who is here for the vote. So if I call your name, please say present. Shawnee Hightower. Debbie Schock. Present. Chris Marsh. Present. Lauren Waldrick. Jonathan Seaman. Present. Richard Mays. Lance Hine. Myself, Janelle McBride. I also know that Shawnee Hightower is also present. Yes. Any other questions? Okay, all in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed? The motion passes. Thank you, Commissioner. Thank you. That concludes the business of the call meeting. Is there any objection to adjourning the meeting? Hearing none, the meeting is adjourned. Thank you all so much for bringing this to our attention. Thank you for your time on the call, Commissioner. Thank you. Um,